0: I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS Views podcast. With me is Priya Raju, Director of Cloud Transformation at KPMG UK. Our subject for this discussion is commercial lending, trends in global commercial lending. Priya, what are we seeing at the moment?
1: As you said, I'm a director in cloud practice within KPMG. What I'm bringing to the table is I've been working with a number of fintechs and focusing on supporting clients to get the best value out of the fintechs particularly in the commercial lending space. In the last 12 months, I've been working with our technology partners and FinTechs and clients developing an industry-leading digital lending proposition. So I think I would like to share some of the insights today with you. Please do. So in terms of trends, I just want to keep it to the top three trends, but if you have any further questions, happy to answer. Due to the the COVID has certainly has created a, a trend within this market, SME across the globe, as you Uh, recognize, faces, challenges to raise funds, to manage the crisis, what they were facing during the COVID, but also post-COVID or when when we are recovering, how to keep their businesses running, how to recover from the COVID uh, crisis. So you see a a big boom in the SME lending space, but also this is given quicker access to the money, shorter loan application process, low interest rates. These have boosted the growth generally in the global commercial lending space as well with the market size being projected to uh, reach around 30 trillion by 2030. Given how significant the market growth is, there is also no surprise that after payments, lending is becoming a, it is a second largest invested area for our fintechs. So that's the kind of a COVID impact, how it is reflected in, in, in the lending market. We also see a shift in creative business models. A few examples, point-of-sale financing is a fast-growing or embedded finance in a customer channel is a fast-growing area. Collateralization against intangible assets, particularly if you look at UK, Australia, the service sector is much broader. And it is important to take into account intangible assets for lending, such as uh, what they have sold, their invoices, their asset that can be sold should be used as loan collateral. So I think the creative business model piece is a second trend, which I'm saying. In reflection of that, you see more and more customers are needing to invest or wanting to invest in the digital transformation, particularly use of fintechs has increased. Gartner's digital transformation, digital banking innovation update says that 33% of tech investment is in digital banking. Again, we know a big part of that is in digital lending. Customer experience is another area, transformational customer experience for people, the borrowers, Intelligent risk assessment, in-life monitoring to manage the risk just not before providing the loan, but after after providing the loan as well. Data-driven lending, these are some of the key trends apart from sustainable lending, which is more focused on the green and blue bonds, which you see in the market as well. Those are the key trends which we see in the market when it comes to commercial lending.
0: It seems to me, from what you've been saying, that a lot of that lending is coming from new sources. It's coming from neobanks, it's coming from challenger banks, it's coming from fintechs. Are the traditional lenders getting it wrong, or are they just late to the party?
1: The traditional lenders are catching up. Certainly, there is a competition which has been created by the fintechs and neobanks and challenger banks. This is where you see there is a big shift in why the big banks traditional banks have started investing in digital transformation in the last few years. And there is also just not digitizing the technology, thinking about completely new product strategy, thinking about that creative business models is inevitable.
0: Well, let's look at what that ought to be like then. What is the ideal digital lending solution going to look like? What what should people be striving for?
1: As I said, a very clear product strategy and business model. Now you're saying to, that with
0: a smile on your face. Does that mean that some people are a bit muddled in their strategy?
1: Absolutely. So again, which is aligned to your business strategy, Where, how you're going to make money, Yeah, and what your customer wants, what part of the market you want to take advantage of. So that's pretty key before you want to do anything with your technology. Then also optimizing your customer journeys, transforming your customer journeys. If you there is a difference between training your horse to be a faster horse, which is basically automating your existing process, versus buying a super fast sports car, which is giving a transformational experience to your end users, but also your relationship managers, your risk colleagues, your your people within your organization. So I think it's important to differentiate between that. It's important to start with transforming your customer journeys, transforming your process before thinking about what is your target technology solution. Once you have that nailed, once you know what you want to build as your target platform, then it is key to understand how you're going to deliver it. Who do you want to partner with? Because particularly traditional banks have the baggage of big legacy systems, and they're not a technology company. Their strong suit is the business, and they know their customer. Take advantage of it. Work with fintechs. Work with delivery partners and see how you can accelerate your ROI, how do you achieve that business goal pretty quickly? So I think a good solution for me to summarize, it should have that fantastic digital experience, customized to your customer needs, and it should have an automated credit decisioning, and based on your internal and external customer data insights, solid risk management via automated in-life monitoring of the facility, and also a single customer view. These are core part of a good Uh, digital solution I would say.
0: So I'm sitting here in my pinstripe suit behind my banker's desk you've identified a roadmap there to travel down how do the banks leverage fintechs going forward and presumably they have to leverage fintechs because you've got three options you either build or you buy or you collaborate what makes sense?
1: So Build doesn't make very, very very much sense, for particularly for traditional banks. Build everything, yeah. Before I go into how you leverage, why fintech in first place, right? The reality is the fintechs are innovating much faster than what the banks can do themselves. Yeah? Because again, to emphasize, most of our traditional banks are not technology organizations. And also, fintechs just not bring platform. If you're engaging with fintech, the word collaboration is pretty key. Partnership is pretty key. Don't just buy the platform work in partnership to get the tech, get the innovation, get the skills and the culture is very important to work with the fintechs to actually build that culture of being more responsive to market needs, build a culture of more being responsive to your customer behavior. And that's where how the bank should leverage just not buying technology or building by themselves, but really establishing that partner ecosystem fintechs, your delivery partner, yourself, you're very strong in business and knowing your customers. Fintechs can innovate faster. Co-create with them. That's the most important thing for the success.
0: And that, I think, is the message we leave people on. Co-create with them. Priya Raju, Director of Cloud Transformation, KPMG UK. Thank you very much.